Welcome to the Friday morning edition of the Daily Juice Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Peralta here of bettingpros.com. Back for another pick podcast following a one and two night. Five and five over the last three days, but that one and four that started the week has got us off on a bad foot. Six and nine, not good. Not the day yesterday I wanted to have. The White Sox didn't do me any favors, and they got hit around, and they booted the ball around and inside the park home run for Kristen Yelich. Give me a break with that. And the bats went silent, so all that sharp money that came in on the Brewers that pushed that line way lower was not good. Uh, you know, that's one of the issues when you start taping Overnight, you wind up seeing the movement in the morning, and that line closed at like minus 105, minus 110 for the White Sox. That was scary. I thought I might be in for it, and I was. And, well, it's not great when you see Justin Thomas, and he's been leading the entire time, and I am not betting golf anymore head-to-heads for a while, given what happened. I mean, it was just brutal to see Justin Thomas double bogey on the back his back nine on a par five which you cannot do you gotta at least par it but he double bogeys and it just completely and totally destroyed my entire head-to-head as he winds up shooting one stroke worse than Rory McIlroy who was steady I mean he played poorly in the beginning he blew up but then he kind of got himself back on track with a bunch of birdies and then he winds up finishing one stroke ahead. You know, Justin Thomas will struggle, I think, to make the cut here coming up on Friday, but we're going to avoid the head-to-heads. And then the one victory we got was wild. I mean, I've never seen a hockey game like that. The ice was so tilted to one side. The Vegas Golden Knights just dominated every aspect of that game against the St. Louis Blues, except for the score. And they had numerous scoring opportunities and just peppering Jordan Binghamton. And he for the most part, played outstanding, and he still gave up six goals. That's how lopsided that game was. That's how dominant the Vegas Golden Knights were, that you could say that Bennington played really well and gave up six, because Marc-Andre Fleury was horrible. I mean, just, I was I was pumped that he was starting. It's why I bet it. I was like, all right, here comes Flower. After a big break, he didn't play well. That's why they picked up Lerner, and I thought, okay, he's got some pressure now, but uh-uh. Flurry with a bunch of soft goals, three of them, in fact, in that game, and not a good performance at all, and you got to wonder how much he'll be used here in the playoffs because that's the one-week link now for the Vegas Golden Knights is their starting goaltender, which was Marc-Andre Fleury. Everything else is working out really well. Their offense is clicking. They scored five in their first game, scored six. They covered the puck line even, but we just took it on the money line, so that was our one victory. The Vegas Golden Knights getting a win, so that was nice to see. We definitely needed that, so two and one, one and two, last couple of days. I'm going to play four plays coming up here today, but we want to remind you about that very cool offer that BetMGM's got going on right now. If you go to bettingpros.com slash BetMGM, if you're in one of the four states they operate in, you're in Colorado, Indiana, West Virginia, or New Jersey, you can go right now, bet a dollar, and you will win $100 if an American wins the PGA. And it could be Brooks Kepka, who is playing really well. Brooks is tied for second at the start of play today. We have him in a top 10 finish for plus 150. So let's cross our fingers and that hits. Patrick Cantillay has got to get going, by the way. He is three over par, so we need him to pick up some speed here and get his game. He's got to make the cut first and foremost and then see if he can climb the, the climb the leaderboard to get into the top 20. He's got the game to do it, but not a good opening round for him by any means. We'll see what the morning 
gives out here because it was definitely better to score in the morning than it was in the afternoon, although the weather was still pretty nice in the afternoon. But go to bettingpros.com slash betmgm. Get that $1 bet in for an American, and if an American wins the PGA Championship, you will win $100 in free wagers thanks to BetMGM. Remember, if you have a problem with gambling, BetMGM wants you to know you can call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, so I've got four plays going for you here today. I've got two in hockey, one in baseball, and one in the NBA. The first one is an automatic. I was going to play three plays today. I've been playing three. It's a number that I like here for the podcast, but I'm going to give you four because of the fact that it's an auto fire on the Islanders and the Panthers. First period, early morning sweat. (laughs) 9 a.m. Pacific time start. It is a noon Eastern time start for these two hockey teams. Game four, it could be a closeout game for the Islanders. I have a shade, a lean, if you will, on the Islanders to win this game. But we're just going to keep going here until we get bucked off this train. 3-0. 3-0 first period unders in this series. We're going back to the well. Now, the one thing that's interesting, I got this at minus 125. The first time I bought it, it was minus 130. Second time I bought it, it was minus 140. And then the third time we bought it, it was minus 145. So that's a wild deal here, okay? To see it go up, 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 and hit every time, and then all of a sudden go to minus 125, I had to stop and go, wait a second. So there may be something I'm not seeing here. There may be rumors of a goalie change or an injury or something that I'm not seeing right now, but I was very surprised when I saw that. So I just jumped on it, and I told you guys, I kind of blindly took it because... Well, I talked myself out of some things, and I'm just going to not do that, and I'm just going to take the under here. First period under, early morning, right out of the gate. We're taking the Islanders and the Panthers to have a tight first period, one or no goals being scored, under one and a half goals in the first period, minus 125 is our first play. Second play, and this is going to get ugly. I know when you hear me say this, you're going to go, Matt, 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 what are you doing? You're going to take the under in the Blackhawks and the Oilers? These guys aren't playing defense. They're scoring a ton of goals. It's getting really ridiculous. I understand that, and I know that this is much like the first period unders where everyone is just hammering the over for six and a half goals, Blackhawks and the Oilers. But here's what I think ends up happening in this hockey game. I think both teams are going to start to figure out that they got to play a little defense. And I think both teams, if you look at the way the last game ended with the Blackhawks scoring two goals very late in that game, I just think there's been some soft goals here. I think there's been some poor goaltending. Corey Crawford, I think, has a time to step up here. I'm leaning towards the Blackhawks winning this game at plus 120 on the money line. So I'm leaning the Blackhawks. But I'm going to go against really the world here. And I'm going to take the under six and a half goals. It is minus 110 on both sides of this over and the under. I know there's not, not a ton of blue line talent here. I just don't think these teams right now, I don't think these teams really, in my opinion, these teams really are that bad defensively. So maybe a 4-1 win, 3-2 win, something in that range. But I'm going to go under six and a half goals for the Blackhawks and the Oilers. So look, I I think it's going to be fun to see this game play out. I think it could be a major sweat. It might be just chaotic. They may score a ton of goals and I might be dead wrong. But I think at minus 110, it's decent value. 
And I think eventually these two teams are going to stop scoring. I mean, eventually they're going to have some defense and some goaltending, and it's going to be a more normal type of hockey game. So I'm going to go against the world here and be a brave man and stand up kind of by myself into the wind here and take the Blackhawks and the Oilers going under six and a half goals. So two plays in hockey, first period under for the Islanders-Panthers, and then the Blackhawks-Oilers under six and a half goals. Play number three is our only play in Major League Baseball. And we're going to go back to the well here a little bit and pick on the team that just right now is having a tough run of it and a tough time of it. The New York Yankees are killing everyone. I mean, they are... Aaron Judge is on a different planet. (laughs) They're hitting the ball really hard. They're beating up on, you know, pretty much everybody. And you start looking at this Tampa Bay Rays team... And I'm nervous. I don't like, I picked them to win the American League at plus 1,000. I got a great number on them to win the American League pennant. I I just think until, unless they they really turn things around and unless they start to pick up some steam, there's no way that's going to happen because they just haven't played well right now. They just haven't looked like a team that you'd go, okay, they could really challenge with the Yankees, that they can do some damage here. They might be able to actually have something to say. I think they'll still make the playoffs now, okay? But they're 5-7. and seven. They're not playing well. And the Yankees are 9-3, and three, and they are playing well. And they've won 8 of 10. They're scoring a ton of runs. Aaron Judge, again, has been the offense, but not just him. The other two guys are coming around as well. And I'm just not in love with this pitching matchup right now for the Rays. And, I mean, Blake Snell has not been good against the Yankees. I mean, nobody's really been good against the Yankees. I mean, I understand that, but Blake Snell's numbers against New York Yankees leave a lot to be desired. He's got a 4.41 ERA. He's 3-6 and six in 16 career starts against the Yankees. And Tanaka is starting to build up some stamina. I mean, after getting knocked in the noggin with that line drive during training camp, I, I think he'll be good, good enough. I think the Yankees will score a lot of runs. Yankees are only minus 105 on the money line. They actually were underdogs for a little while, and then when the line was posted, and then money came pouring in on the Yankees just because it's the Yankees, and anytime you get plus money on the Yankees, you take it, right? So this is minus 105 on the money line. Not heavy juice at all, and I think it's worth it taking this team because you got Stanton, you got Gary Sanchez, and, and this is a team that just loves beating up on the American League East, and the Rays' offense has not been good at all, and yeah, they've kind of hit Tanaka fairly well in their careers for this lineup, but not incredibly well. So I think Tanaka is going to be okay. Hand off to the bullpen, give him four innings, hand off to the bullpen. We'll see what happens. Uh, let them ride this to a victory for the New York Yankees. So I'm taking New York money line minus 105 to beat the Tampa Bay Rays coming up here on a Friday evening. And the final play that I'm going to make today is an interesting one to basketball. Now, you remember, we have bet the Brooklyn Nets to win uh, less than three games in this bubble. Two and a half under. Well, they've won two games right now. They are two and two. They're coming off an absolute spanking that the Boston Celtics gave them. Their opponent coming up today, it's a 2 o'clock Pacific time, 5 o'clock Eastern time start. Brooklyn against the Sacramento Kings. Sacramento's laying four points here. The Nets are no longer shocking anybody. People know about them now. I mean, when you win over Milwaukee, you get that victory when you are a 19-point underdog. You better believe everyone's taking you seriously. So this ragtag bunch, nope. I mean, 
Karis LeVert, Darren Allen, Joe Harris, I mean, they're playing right now, all right? I called them just a bunch of guys wearing laundry. They're more than that, so I was wrong to question them. But they're not shooting well, coming off of a pretty poor performance offensively. And defensively, Boston hit 23-pointers. Sacramento is in desperate need of a victory here. Sacramento is tied with New Orleans in the standings. They're two and a half games behind Memphis for the eighth place spot. Portland, Phoenix, San Antonio are also in better positions. Sacramento has not looked great in their games. However, De'Aaron Fox scored 30 points on Thursday. And Sacramento's schedule for the rest of the bubble, Rockets, Pelicans, Lakers. This is the last time they'll play an Eastern Conference opponent. They've got to win this game. It's a huge, huge game for them. And there's also some questions about injuries. Jamal Crawford might is not going to play with a left hamstring injury. Harris has a left groin injury. He's questionable. How healthy will he be? And then Jared Allen, he may not be able to go either. And he's a huge focal point for this Brooklyn Nets team. So Brooklyn might say, look, let's punt here because of what we've got coming up down the stretch. The teams we're going to play after we play Sacramento, there's a chance for us to get wins elsewhere, just not here. So maybe not. we don't play everybody. They've got the Clippers next, but then they play Orlando and Portland for their last two games. So they're getting close to wrapping up that playoff spot, and they may just say, look, this is a game that we're not really comfortable pushing it right now because... You know, we got the Orlando game coming up, which is really important. It's a more important game for us. Orlando is a half a game behind. The Wizards are no longer a real issue for Brooklyn. But, you know, fighting for the 7th or the 8th playoff spot, who wants to play the Milwaukee Bucks? I mean, Brooklyn doesn't, clearly. So, I believe Sacramento has more on the line. They've got more to play for. And they are in desperate need of a victory. I'm going to lay the four points here with the Sacramento Kings. And I'm going to hope the Sacramento Kings wind up getting a victory here over the Brooklyn Nets. I don't expect a blowout, okay? But Sacramento just scored 140 points against the Pelicans. They lost to the Mavericks. They lost to the Magic. They lost to the Spurs. And they can't lose any more games. And they've got Western Conference opponents coming up. So this is a must, must win game. Bogan Badovic scored 35 points in their win over the New Orleans Pelicans. So it's a chance, I believe, for a win for the Sacramento Kings here. Must win game for Sacramento. Not going to, I'm going to fade these Nets who got throttled by Boston. Like everybody should be throttling this team. But Sacramento needs it desperately. I'm going to lay the four points with the Sacramento Kings here. Take them to win and cover that fifth, that four-point margin. All right, recapping our four plays. Under, first period, Islanders and the Panthers, under one and a half goals at minus 125. Blackhawks, gulp against the Oilers, minus 110, under six and a half. Yankees on the money line at minus 105 against the Rays. And Sacramento, minus four at minus 110, going up against the Brooklyn Nets. Remember, Go to bettingpros.com slash betmgm for the great offer on the PGA Championship. Bet $1, win $100 if an American wins the PGA. It's probably going to happen, given what we've seen from these Americans and the low scoring that they're putting up, and Brooks Kepka being very much a part of it. He could go for another back-to-back-to-back in Ty Walter Hagen. Bettingpros.com slash betmgm for that. My name's Matt Peralt. 
Follow me on Twitter, at Sports Talk Matt. Thanks for all the DMs. You guys have been awesome. It's been a lot of fun watching these games. I love the fact that we're in it together is becoming kind of the mantra, right? We're watching games together. We're listening to this podcast together. And we're winning and losing together. I love it. It's awesome. So definitely hit me up on Twitter during these games. Four plays going on a Friday. Let's hopefully have a big end of the week. Let's go Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Last weekend we did really well. Let's have another another great weekend here. We're eight and three Friday, Saturday, Sunday last weekend. Let's replicate that here coming up today, starting today. I'm Matt Peralt. We're back tomorrow for a Saturday morning edition of the Daily Juice Podcast of BettingPros.com. <laughs>